Welcome to the Voice Activated Podcast, where we're here to help you turn on the singer in you. I'm your host, Natalia Chase, along with Callie Morris, who's going to be joining us again on the next episode. And if you are passionate about singing and hungry for insights into the music industry, you are in the right place. Join us on a journey where we're going to bring you expert interviews, actionable advice, and inspiring stories from the world of music. And today we have what I like to call an honored guest, my brother, Colin Boyd, who happens to be a producer all the way out from the LA area. Um, Colin has done some amazing things, I would say, in the last couple, like, 10, 20 years in the in the music industry. Um, he specializes in music production. He does session keys and vocals, vocal production and arrangements. He's worked with clients from Frank Ocean to Mac Miller, Tyler the Creator, IDK, King Mez, and so much more. Welcome, Colin. How are hey guys, you good to see you. <laughs> How are you doing today? Doing good. It's it's been been uh, been a crazy day per usual, but that's the life. Um, yes. How about you? Awesome. I'm so glad to finally get you on. And especially because I know you, you hold a special place in my heart. And you're not only a person <laughs> who has tons of experience in the music industry, but just a person of tremendous character. So I just love having folks on like that. So welcome. So, okay. You have worn so many Thank different you. hats. You are welcome. Uh, you've worn so many different hats in the music industry. Can I ask you, what is your favorite? What do you like doing most? Um, what is my favorite? Um, I mean, I, production and artist development is actually really, really fun, you know, uh, helping take young artists and, and uh, build up their, their music and their sound and kind of engineer that from the start. I've really, really enjoyed that. One of those artists is Callie Morris herself. So, yes. um, and I've worked with many others. So it's, it's probably for me, one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I have gotten to sit back and watch you from a distance and up close. And I've seen you work with artists who have like Disney development deals all the way to um, playing on the Latin VMAs and getting to watch you on mm -hmm. TV. It's just been so cool. Um, last year, you and I got to do a song that we wrote together along with mm -hmm. the Unified Choir, which was such a blessing at Nationwide Arena. Um, there's just been so many things that you have gotten to do over the years. And it's been fun, like watching that and watching that process. And I love when people can connect with you because, uh, yeah, like you literally have done everything. I feel like, you know, just, I think just about, I mean, uh, it's gotten to the point now with even production, you know, you start to handle more of the business end of it, you know, where you're, you're, like I said, artist development, dealing with the A&R uh, end of it, artistry and repertoire, where you're kind of defining the sound of the artist. And then as the producer, it's like a one-stop shop. You get to go in and and actually create that sound. You know, um, it, it, it takes a lot of years of experience and, and uh, just insight in knowing the right way. There's a lot of producers that I hear trying to shoehorn artists, you know, and even as a, a beginning producer starting out, I tried a little bit of that and I learned never do that you know you you've got to bring out what the artist is you you don't need to impose on them you know anything that they are not yeah. otherwise it comes off inauthentic 
Yeah, and that's a hard thing to do from the standpoint that an artist knows they want to be successful and they often kind of have a sound, but they don't really know how to get there. And yes. so, yes, I feel like standing from a distance, I've had to watch you help really help artists define what they want because they don't know what they want. They just know an end goal. Talk yeah, about very that. Rarely, yeah, very rarely have I met an artist that actually truly knows what they want as far as their sound um, and, and know how to communicate it in a way that a musician or a producer will understand. Um, I, I've dealt with some artists that they say they want one thing and then they're on the other end of the spectrum wanting something else. And I'm like, that's, that's, these are completely unrelated and they don't realize it uh, in their mind. It's the, the feeling is related rather than the actual, you know, yeah. creative essence of what the music is. Yeah. So, okay. That's really interesting. So could you talk about how it is that you guide artists into helping them understand what they actually want? What's your process? Um, one of the biggest things is putting together a sound palette, finding out what sounds get the artist excited, you know, and then there's just certain things where you can listen to their voice and their vocal tone and just look at them as a person and, uh, you know, uh, art and style kind of go hand in hand. And that goes for clothing, that goes for music, that goes for, you know, so even the way they dress is a statement of who they are oftentimes, especially if they're, you know, more developed artists. Um, and so I'll, I'll look at who they are, listen to their voice, put together a sound palette, and then also listen to the music that they're interested in. And then what comes with it is if they write too, there's a certain style of writing that goes with, you know, the, the genre of music. And yeah. so being able to readily identify all of those facets and then put them all together in a cohesive package. Um, it's harder than it sounds, but it, yeah. I mean, it's extremely difficult. Um, but when you get it right, it really, really comes together seamlessly and people wouldn't realize that you're thinking about all of these things. Yeah, that that's amazing. And then you do all of that and then you also help to update the sound of the person. So those are, those are if, things if that they you, already have. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're yeah. like, okay, well, this melodic you know series of notes is kind of out there it sounds like this song that song and that song let's make some changes to make it feel new and fresh within that genre those are other things that you bring in with your production right. style well and that was that was kind of stemming into where I, I was starting to go was basically you know you you look at music uh, the music industry and you want to find a niche where you fit you know because there's there can only be one Adele, there can only be one, you know, um, Tate McRae or, or you know, um, yeah. any of those other big names, Ariana Grande, you know, Chris Brown. And so you want to find a lane where you sit in, you know, that that is unique. You know, um, there there are artists that get lambasted all the time for borrowing other artists sound. There's actually <laughs> like Twitter right now is going off because yeah. Omar Apollo is released a, a, a record just like, I think it was this week. And uh, he's getting lambasted because it sounds like a, you know, a Frank Ocean knockoff. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great record, but unfortunately it's too close. So yeah. when you are creating these, you actually have to navigate around that stuff because you don't want to be a Me Too artist. Otherwise there's nothing special about you. 
Yeah, it's kind of so, like um, it, one it, hit it wonder. Do you, do you think yeah, one? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, good that, stuff. Yeah, that definitely plays into it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's it's very complex, you know, process. You know, you'll, you'll think one melody is going to work, and then we get into it. And we're like, mm, you know, this is too much like this, this is too much like that. And there's a lot of content out there, you know, um, good and bad. You know, uh, they, I guess Spotify is up to 60,000 uploads a day nowadays. Yes. So uh, it's really hard to distinguish yourself. Yeah, that's good stuff. And you do an amazing job of helping people to distinguish themselves while navigating, like shaping them in the direction they don't know how to go, but you know how to get them there, which is a really sweet process to uh, get to watch. I was going to say, a lot of that process got, got guinea pigs on you growing up. So yes, we, we, we kind <laughs> we of were, shaped each other, which was huge. We were Vocally writing songs. and, you know, musically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were, we were writing songs. We, we got all kinds of crazy recordings from when we didn't know what we were doing. All kinds so, of stuff. But you got to start somewhere. In the archives. <laughs> oh, <laughs> where man. they'll stay. <laughs> right, where they will stay. Family yeah. secrets. Okay. So what's the yep, most common? Exactly. Yes. What's the most common question that people ask you about breaking into the music industry? And what advice would you give them? Uh, everybody these days wants to go viral. It seems like, you know, I want to go viral on TikTok. I want to go viral on Instagram. And I mean, you can gear content towards an audience, but it's really something that you can't, can't control unless you're a label with massive budgets and they actually engineer these viral videos. You know, it's, it's something that, it, you know, there's it, a term called payola, which is illegal. You're not actually supposed to do it. However, um, they put a lot of marketing dollars in to drive these things forward, you know, getting influencers to do these TikTok challenges and whatever it is. Yeah. So um, it's rare that you get a really authentic viral, you know, track these days. Um, you know, Jake Golden Hour, that was an authentic, you know, uh, viral yeah. track. Um, the it, it, it just, you have to be in a moment and, and, you know, it, it strikes people just right. And that's hard to predict. Um, but, you know, you can create great music that has a story that's relatable. And if you can create content that, uh, music that goes with content in mind, you know, um, that you can create a story, um, then, then you can actually start to develop movement and grow your audience. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good stuff because there's so does, much. Does that answer your question? It does because it's like there's so much pre-marketing that goes into virality. But what you're saying yes. is if you want to break in, then you need to have a story that connects emotionally. It needs to hit at the right time, connect with, I don't know, whatever might be going on. And if you strike that right, then, you know, it can translate into virality. And then also, yeah, so that's what I'm hearing. So that's good. Yes, okay. Exactly. Exactly. So just a couple more quick questions. And, and then one other thing that I was, yeah, sorry, Go for I was going to say one other thing. Um, and just really getting your sphere of influence to get behind you, whether it's your yes. school, high school, college, whatever, family, church, whatever you're a part of, um, put together a campaign that, that they're getting out and talking about it. 
Um, now that can be challenging because you know sometimes the people that are closest to you I'm not saying you and I have never been like that but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean sometimes right. it, it's hard to get the people to, to yeah. support you um, but you know I'm lucky I've always you know my family has been my biggest cheerleaders yeah. any of you that know my sister she's always out there you know just touting and supporting what I do and and vice yeah. versa you know we're always finding ways to push each other forward so yeah Good stuff. Okay, couple more quick questions. So where are you at yes. in your musical career? And what do you see coming? Or where would you like it to be in a perfect world? What would you be doing? Um, I, I've pulled it back from, you know, uh, working with as many label artists. I mean, um, I still will work with them, uh, specific ones that I actually really enjoy. But because you were just in a session, I'm, actually, with a label artist, we won't name, name yeah, but I mean, this stuff like yeah. that you get pulled in all the time because they can't figure out some chord or they need a new sound, and you're like the master at or they some. I mean, you know, you're you something yeah. people don't know about you is that you got your undergrad in um piano performance and you're like a amazing mm -hmm. classically trained pianist, so like. If you can't figure it out, Colin can. Let's bring him in, you know. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it's it's fun to get to do that stuff. But uh, my biggest interest right now is to, to grow my own stable musicians, which is why meeting someone like Callie, who's wildly talented and just has, has that voice, yeah. and then to get behind her and, and start, you know, dreaming and, and brainstorming and creating a sound and, and then step-by-step step releasing uh, singles, people like her are, are the kind of people that I'm looking for, you know? Yes. So I've got another uh, track coming out with um, a guy from the cast of Glee, um, Jacob Artis. So I'm really excited about this track. It's going to be something very different um, yeah. than what you'd expect, you know, from me or or just in general from what you're hearing. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, that release. We don't have an official release date, but we're shooting for beginning of 2024, so. Sweet. We'll look for that and we'll make sure we push it on our podcast too, for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Last, last question. Are there any last words of wisdom that you would like to give aspiring singers, musicians, or producers as we close? Um, I would say definitely reference the artist, the greats you know the people that inspire you but don't again and I, I mentioned this before you don't don't do me too you need to be unique you need to be something different um different stands out if you're trying to sound like drake or whoever it is that you you aspire to be like if you're a country singer casey musgraves or something like that there's already a casey musgraves we need a you so if stuff. you're gonna go in be authentic be honest with your music don't hide talk about the things that are uncomfortable, you know, the good, bad, the dirty, the ugly, whatever it is, be honest, um, because that is human. And that's what we all relate to. Yeah. You know, it's amazing because we've had so much content on social media. I think most of us can pick out an inauthentic person or they're inauthentic in their approach in their music or even their stories like we could pick a lot of it out we're like a smarter oh, audience yeah. you know and so I love that then you talk about authenticity because um 
yeah, that's what hits the soul and also can help your stuff to go viral. Um, so I love that. Right. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, Colin, thank you so much for just jumping on and helping our listeners to, you know, just keep plowing forward to turn on the singer in them or producer or musician. Um, these conversations are just so helpful because we as artists, as you know, it can be a challenging industry and we need to hear encouragement to move forward. So thank you so much. And folks, we will see Thanks you next time. Me. Loved having you. And we look forward to seeing you folks on the next episode. <laughs>